Hey guys, Arjun here from the TwinCast about to give you another review of the latest film I just saw, The Batman. Before we start, make sure to hit that subscribe button and leave a five-star review so we can become the number one podcast in the world. So to give you a little context about The Batman, The Batman ventures into Gotham City's underworld where a sadistic killer known as the Riddler leaves behind a trail of cryptic clues. As the evidence begins to mount, Batman begins to learn of a greater conspiracy involving his, his own family, his peers, and even some of the most respected members of Gotham City. So before I start, I just want to give you a little warning. This will be a spoiler-filled review due to the fact that the movie has been out for quite some time. So if you've not seen it, make sure to go watch it and then come back to listen to this review. So to start off, I had very high expectations for the Batman. I really thought a lot of the marketing and promotion was quite good, in my opinion. And I also felt that much of the castings were really cool. I thought that Robert Pattinson, who has shown to be a very talented actor in the past few years with films like Tenet, and as well as other smaller art house films like Good Time has really shown his acting chops. So I think he was a great addition and great idea for Batman. I also thought Zoe Gravitz, who's been very good in shows like Big Little Lies, was a very interesting and solid choice for the uh, for Catwoman. And I even liked Paul Dano as the Riddler because I think Paul Dano is a very, very talented actor, especially in his role as... Daniel Plainview's like antagonist or mirror in a sense in There Will Be Blood. I really, really enjoyed his performance in that. So I was overall very excited for this movie. And I have to say this absolutely met my expectations. And it's one of the best Batman movies, if not the best Batman movie I've seen in a, I've seen period. I think what's so great about this Batman film is it goes back to the basics of being a detective story where Batman is almost like a neo-noir detective trying to outsmart and uncover a growing conspiracy within Gotham City. And I think that that was missing in a lot of the Nolan films. And the Nolan films were very, very heavily focused on being kind of like heat or these kind of dark, dark crime thrillers, which I really liked. I think that's probably one of the best, best movies of all time, Heat. And I have to say that what they did, what 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 Matt Reeves was able to do, bring it back to a neo-noir style film, that's what really made me think, wow, this is an amazing, amazing movie. It brought it back to its neo-noir detective roots. And that's the, why the core of the film really works. It's a cat and mouse game between serial killer and detective. And to get a little bit more into the specifics of what I liked, first of all, I would like to say the acting in this movie was superb all around. Batman gives a very gritty performance. He's very dark. He's angry. He looks like he could be like a My my Chemical Romance kind of fan. He listens to a lot of Kurt Cobain. I even thought that Robert Pattinson brings a true darkness to the role. Although it could seem self-serious at points, I thought he had a really, really, really well... I thought he had a great physique and a great look for the role, which really elevated the movie, in my opinion. Additionally, I thought Paul Dana was a great antagonist. As I said previously, he had a certain almost like kind of serial killer Hannibal Lecter-esque vibe to him, as well as being kind of this megalomaniacal kind of twisted character, like a Travis Bickle almost. He's, he's definitely a very smart guy, but he has... 
some severe, you know, maybe mental disorders or something of that nature. And I think that he brought an almost like insanity to the role, this kind of foil to Batman while being kind of very similar to Batman because him and Batman kind of embraced the same ideology at the beginning of the film, that vengeance is a tool and fear is a tool to cause change. And that theme of fear kind of runs throughout the movie. And I'll talk a little bit about my, my interpretation of the thematics of the film itself. And another great performance I thought was Colin Farrell. He looked unrecognizable. They made put absolutely great makeup. He seemed to ha- be having a great time. He was super insane. And I'm really excited actually for the show that they're making about this. I think that the show is going to be quite good in my opinion, because it's a really good idea to do. They're saying it's going to be like the Sopranos, which is a really good idea. It's going to be, they say it's going to be a little bit funny, a little bit different. I think that's a really good idea for HBO max to get more people, um, interested in the show, really, really interested in watching. And I think that, I think that's the big, big plus of this show is how it, how it's able to kind of tie all these different pieces together, taught kind of in entrance us into this world with these different very interesting characters and I think that's the big thing I really liked about the show is how distinct it is from anything else I've seen and I think that's a really really good thing in my opinion it's very distinct and it's not like other Batman movies the problem with the Ben Affleck era of Batman was they were all very similar together in my opinion they were too similar and because of that it really really hurt the product and made it seem like an imitation of a much better Batman story, which is The Dark Knight. This one felt different. Its themes, its colors. And I think that the big thing that actually made me like it a lot more than being just a very, very entrancing detective story that took obvious information from films like Science of the Lambs, Seven, even shows like Mindhunter, I think was kind of the thematic message of the movie. Because at the beginning of the film, Batman talks about how fear is a tool and vengeance is the only way to extract justice in the city. But as he goes through the film, he begins to see, and by the end of the film, he sees that he's kind of inspired a new vigilantism within Batman. These people who think they can destroy the city, destroy kind of people's lives to kind of extract vengeance on those who they feel are responsible for destruction. And I think that the, that's what's really interesting about the film is how Batman and characters like Travis Bickle and other kind of, I guess, vigilantes have inspired real life horrors and real life violence. And the film is kind of commenting on how even a character like Batman in the real world could inspire real violence. And rather than promoting justice and peace, it promotes vengeance. So the film is a commentary on how the media in our world kind of looks up to violent heroes and violent vigilantes when in reality we shouldn't be looking up to them because what they do is they create a lot of harm they can harm what we are as a society and I think that's what was a really interesting idea from Matt Reeves and I think that the visual storytelling of the film how the beginning and the end are contrasted where the beginning starts in this complete darkness with Batman beating up several goons and then scaring off the humans. And it's contrasted with the ending of how Batman, after the shootout in the, I guess you could say the Gotham's arena, he pulls out his flare and leads people into the light. That kind of visual storytelling of how Batman realizes that as he's fighting, as he's becoming this kind of violent vigilante, talking about vengeance, he internally realizes that the true 
the true power of who he is and the money he has and what he's been doing all throughout the movie has not inspired the change he hoped for, inspired the change of violence and death and kind of people taking, taking his ideology and warping it rather than promoting peace. And in the end, what happens in the movie is Batman gives it, I think it rivals the monologue at the end of the dark Knight, where, where Bruce Wayne or Batman in this case, Robert Pattinson just kind of gives a short little monologue highlighting, highlighting how he feels and how, in the end, he realizes that vengeance doesn't solve problems. It's really hope. And I think that that message that Matt Reeves was trying to tell us about how real life events are often created by the media. And I think that's a really interesting message, how we as a society have looked up to these vigilantes for far too long, creating real life kind of characters who think they can take the world in their own hands. And that is what I think is a lot of loss in a lot of reviews. A lot of people are saying, Oh, the ending is bad. It should have just been a nice cat and mouse thriller. Although I agree the ending was a bit long and a bit you know, kind of hefty in size. I do think that at the end of the movie, the ending works on a very, very works very well. I think on a thematic level, because it kind of gives a full loop kind of closes the story in a full circle with Batman coming to terms with his, the long, long kind of battle he's had with, the Riddler and he comes to terms with his own kind of morality and his moral conscience and how he has led to this kind of violence within the city. And I think that was a really, really strong direction for the film to go. So to talk just a little bit more about the plot and the story, I thought the writing was pretty solid in this one. It gave us a nice neo-noir thriller. There's some twists and turns, especially with the introduction of Falcone and the introduction of Zoe Kravitz character with the ties with Falcone was an interesting direction for Matt Reeves to take it, take it back to kind of the gangster roots of the 1940s comics, which were mostly focused not on super villains, but more on the gangster side, which I thought was a nice addition. Nice touch. I thought that the movie could have been trimmed a little bit. It was quite long and it felt quite long and kind of monotonous at some point, especially when we get to the back half of the movie, it slows down a little bit, but it ramps up at the end. I do think it does ramp up, but it was a bit slow. But those are honestly all my criticisms. I really, really like the Batman. I thought it worked on a thematic level, on an acting level, storytelling. Visually, it's stunning. I think the cinematography is absolutely stunning. The city, how the contrast of the gold is with the black background and how... It's constantly raining, just really, really added this neo-noir feel. I honestly felt like this could have been in, in Blade Runner or something of that nature. It was so, so engaging. And that's what I really, really liked about this film. So if you guys, if you guys like this review, make sure to hit that subscribe button, leave a five-star review. Also, let me know down in the comments, what were your thoughts on the Batman? I just want to tell you guys that also we will be having some new episodes coming out very, very soon, probably in the next week, where I'll be talking about an Oscar-nominated, an Oscar-winning Japanese film, a.k.a. Drive My Car. So once again, thank you so much, and make sure to reel it in. Peace.